genre. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Uh, it's the podcast where we're talking about the recently released trailer for Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem feature film out August, what, 4th? Is that right? Third, possibly? Third Something. or fourth. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming out soon. There's a trailer. My name is Scott Tofty. Uh, regular listens of, listeners of the show will recognize me as your intrepid host. And with me, as always, Adam Sheehan. Hello. Chris O'Connor. Hey, it's me. And Rachel Gatlin couldn't be here tonight, but in her place, holding down that end of the spectrum, is Ralph Atanasia, special guest. My name has some of the same letters. It's true. It starts it does. with the same first two. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> so, guys, it's been a minute since we've talked turtles. This is very exciting. I'm happy to be with you all. I'm totally excited. We were commenting on Adam's excellent beard game he has going on. But uh, this this affects your lives at home, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. People, inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, Ralph, I are keep you wearing not a... cutting it. It keeps getting longer, and that's pretty much the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, long oh, hair. Oh, Chris has long hair, oh, too. I forgot about that. You yeah. look like you could rule Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Ralph, what are you wearing? Yeah. I'm in my rhinoceros onesie, because it's nighttime. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Let's get into this. I uh, I'm very excited. I was I, I'd been hesitant about this movie um, for a while. Tentative, maybe is the best word. But we got that really excellent trailer drop uh, as we record this. It was yesterday, I believe, March sixth. And just right off the bat, I have to tell you guys, I love the trailer. I think it looks awesome. Adam, what did you think? I really like it. I like the I like the style. Um... It just, it looks fun. Looks like a lot of fun. Chris? Oh, yeah. Looks, uh, the animation is uh, top-notch. A lot of fun. Um, and I really, really digging the fact that these are, like, actually children. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ralph, what are your quick thoughts? Uh, real quick, I think just visually it is a delight. Uh, like, it uh, just, it's, it's so textural and colorful and painterly, and it just, it's, it looks like it might be the most fun version of the turtles we've had in a while. I think I would agree with that. Let's talk about the just the visual aesthetic of the whole thing. There's been a lot of people comparing it to Spider-Verse, and I, I think that's completely warranted. Um, I feel like that movie sort of changed the animation game and it it sort of it did to 3D animation. Uh I'm trying to think of a good it, it, it's, it, it, it's it, like the it's trying to go analog in a digital world. Like yeah. you see some streaks, you see some lines, some scribbles and things, whereas digital would totally like normally be completely clean. There's like a granularity to this, which I really like. Well, yeah, it's and, got and, a choppiness about it that I really like. Painting. I mean, it looks, it, it looks more like illustration and painting in motion than, you know, 20 years of, you know, 20, 25 years, 30 years, 30 years of CGI, starting with <laughs> Toy Story, where everything kind of looks like a Barbie doll in motion. Right. So part of the reason why it does look like Spider-Verse is because there's some shared DNA there. Uh, so Lord and Miller, who directed uh, Into the Spider-Verse and the Lego movie, which, you know, the Lego movie was where this kind of like stop motion looking CGI yeah. thing started. Yeah. And they, they really pushed it with Into the Spider-Verse, where the art style is very 
like two dimensional comic book colors. You you have the the what do you call the the dot shading thing? Kirby I always crack forget. Zapatone or whatever. Yeah. Zip-a-tone. So there's a lot of that in there, and then they produced the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, and which the is director excellent. of that um, is I can't remember if he's the writer or the director of this movie. Mm-hmm. But part of what they really pushed in Mitchells versus the Machines is that they loved how the concept drawings for everything looked. And the director of that movie kept going to Lord and Miller, who were producing it. They're like, I really want to make the animation look more like the concept art with that looseness and those lines and those fun colors and the sketchiness. But I don't know if we can get away with it. And Lord and Miller just kept telling them, do it. (laughs) And so now you can see that being really pushed, like what you were talking about with like the sketchy lines and stuff like there's there's just like emphasis lines floating in the air around things. Uh. This, this may not surprise you, but, like, I paused during the shot that we get of Bebop and Rocksteady, and, like, there's a glint coming off of, like, one of Rocksteady's tusks and, like, Bebop's nose ring, and they're just white intersecting lines, you know, like the way you would draw, yeah. like, a sparkle yeah. in a notebook. <laughs> yeah, it's, I like that it's got a very like scribbliness about it. Yeah. It has a very childlike, like the the turtles you drew in your notebook in in grade school kind of I'm, thing. I'm trying, on. I'm struggling to come up with like it, it reminds me of many books from childhood, but I'm trying to think of like which one it actually like which one is accurate. Like you know, sort of like the where the wild things are kind of thing. Like you know, sort of paint you know the the, the illustration yeah, like it ha- has that quality. It also kind of reminds me of the uh, SNES, the sixteen bit uh, fighting game, like that Clay Fighters uh, game. Clay Fighters is a great pull. <laughs> That's a really well spotted. Yeah, I I was noticing there's a little bit of like a Hey Arnold Rugrats DNA in there also, with like yeah. just not really straight lines. A lot of kind of like odd shaped body types and things like that. The heads that are all football shaped. Um, I think it looks. Well, really I think cool. one and of the heads is too. notably watermelon shaped. That's it's very true. Um, but there's like at least the stuff that we've seen. The, like it is colorful, but it's also got a darkness to it. Like it's night. It's a little. It's dare I say a little dark and gritty. Not necessarily in in emotional, but like visual. I, I really enjoy it. It looks like New York City. And that's that's what you're with the lighting, especially is that. All of the light that we get comes from light sources that we can see or like trace back to within the scene that we're in. So yeah. like you get a lot of colored lights because everything that's happening is happening in a city at night. So there's a lot of neon. There's a lot of low light sources like utility mm-hmm. lights. You know, part of it takes pl- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it, and lots of different colors, so lots smart. of different textures for that color to bounce off of. Like it. Yeah. And I the. The look of the turtles. Let's talk about the look of some of the characters. I was really nervous when they first announced this project. They announced it was going to be a CGI turtle movie, and we'd had a couple of like, we had the uh, the 2007 film, which was like all right. It looked okay. They looked mm-hmm. like the Ninja Turtles. You know, it was yeah. good for the time. Um, and then we had some of the other interpretations of turtles with the Michael Bay stuff. So and the 2012 series. 
the 2012 series and then 20, the rise yeah, of the, the 2012 series which i thought was amazing the cg work they did there was incredible yeah. the design work was incredible it was good and and also like that show apart from like that sort of cgi sort of plastic action figure look like they did experiment with like changing up the art style a bit and like getting yeah. more comic book out of it and 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 being a little having more flair and and sort of style and and mm-hmm. life um and then but uh something about like like this like the first like shot that we got like uh, i don't know 6 months ago 8 months ago whatever kind of like looked at it and i was like eh, i don't know like looking at the still image but um between that moment and now i finally actually watched some of rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles with ah. my with my kids and in, with that one like the still image the still images like just the character design really threw me off i didn't like it but then like watching it like watching the movie like on netflix i'm like in animation like this is actually really good. This yeah, is dude, this, Rise this is a lot really fun, well man. done. Rise is a good uh, and show. There's a, there's a lot to it when it's in motion that that uh you know like that sort of still image like threw me off. So uh for for that brief period between uh when I actually watched Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and when this trailer dropped I was like, "All right, you know, I'll I'll give I'll give this weird looking thing a chance and see what we get." And sure enough, you see it in motion it's like, "Oh, that's really pretty." I'll, I'll point out that everybody hated the Tumblr from Batman Begins when they saw the pictures <laughs> of it before the movie came out. I remember the internet just like Batman Begins had further. a Tumblr turning its pants. Is that how long ago yes. that was? Um, everyone hated the Batman. Everyone hated Keaton. Like they're they're oh, yeah. never going to please I, people. Yeah, right? except Keaton was was uh, was a little pre-internet, <laughs> pre-World Wide oh, Web. Oh, very true. There, there's but, this thing, when, but when you thing. see it in action, it's different. Go, I'm sorry, Adam. There's this thing I've been noticing <clears throat> among Turtle fans specifically. Anytime a new iteration comes out, it, it seems like everyone's first response is hate. Like, they just don't like it. They don't want to like it. They don't There's... want it. And then it kind of like, y- y- once you ease into it, everyone's like, oh, actually, no, this is great. But yeah, it's I like think the kind of got screwed there. <laughs> I've already seen that a few times with this iteration. I'm like, really? You saw concept art and you already hate this thing? Let's give we'll it We'll get into that in day. a second because I do want to talk about that. But I do also think like we've been really lucky in that the turtle fan base that we deal with on Facebook of our show has always been like hyper positive and we haven't really gotten a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about our listeners. You, our listeners Right. Are when best. you venture out into the Twitter sphere and stuff like that, we see that stuff. So I'd kind of been insulated from a lot of that because I try to just not participate in social media anymore at all. Um, but I Good will job. say, I know I'm trying. It's not always successful. No, you're um, very successful. Everybody has a turtles that means the most to them. Right. So like for me, I know I, 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 I still haven't sat down and watched a lot of rise. I watched the first couple episodes and I'd maintained on our show for a long time. It's just, it doesn't feel like my Ninja Turtles, but that's okay. It, it, it is somebody's Ninja Turtles. Yes. Just because so, that whatever we've learned, there's going to be more versions of this. It's going to be continuing on this. Like this franchise is still go prints away. money. This there's going to be turtles. one for everyone. This version of the Turtles is going to be somebody's 1990 film. Yeah, correct. And you kind of have to approach it with that level of respect. And of you like, gotta pass that torch. Like you can't. Like it's not Turtles can't just be ours forever. Like yeah, let the next generation enjoy it and and get something different out of it and make it their own. Like ours isn't going away. It's not taking away from what we enjoyed. Like. Let, let it go, man. Let it go. Let yeah, someone else I, have I have it for a, a long while. white beard. Like this isn't made for me anymore. <laughs> like I can <laughs> Gandalf. Um, 
But I love the look of the turtles in this. I actually really got excited when the when that first art crept out, those like sort of blurry shots of the the one sheet posters came out. I got really excited because they do have a lot of the best elements from a lot of iterations of the turtles. You know, it's got a little bit of the 87 tune in there to the point where I think I, I'm the only person that I know to toot my own horn that has noticed that the weapons that they have in this movie are the weapons from the action figures. They're from the action. Yeah. The, <laughs> the handle of his katana is that like orange Brown with the same pattern on it. And like the little knobs at the end. Like yeah. They, they, <laughs> So it's got that stuff. It's got elements of the 2012 show. You know, the way they're portraying Donnie with the glasses is a little bit Michael Bay. Like, it's pulling little bits and pieces from all over the turtle sphere, which I really like. It's It feels like based on the cast list and what the characters are going to be, it's going to be heavily influenced by the 87 cartoon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it looks I, zany. But Mikey's I think the, braces are a funny uh, detail to me. Like, who's paying for who Mikey's did that? braces? Who did that? Donnie? Where did they Donnie. get all these? What orthodontist? What orthodontello? Oh god! Well, oh no, no! Oh god! Like he probably bad. just like took a took a, a set of brace, like a, a retainer, a retainer out of like someone the, flushed the a retainer down the toilet. Oh, god. And... Oh. Someone flushed a skull with braces. <laughs> oh god. Maybe That's he's doing the like old, the, uh, the 3D if it gets printed. flushed down the toilet rule. Oh god! Um, but how about their, the the way the turtles act in this? What do we think about the characterization? Well, I, I got Kids. one last thing about the uh, oh, the, okay. the look before we get into that. It will, we'll bounce right back to you, Chris. Because I, I jumped over what you were saying. Um, That's what we do here. The only thing I don't like. The only thing, and I don't know why it keeps surviving. I. Hate the over the head mask on Raph. So I, there is a shot in the trailer, and I don't know if it's because of lighting or or what, but there's a shot when they're sitting down talking to April, where there was a still I saw. It looked like he didn't have the full over the head. It looked like he got torn, and that the top was green turtle head. I would love that. I don't know why I dislike it so much, but I really do. Well, especially because it's got a long history. Like there's art that Eastman and Laird drew decades ago of the full over-the-head bandana. Yeah, it's it goes back to Archie, issue too. nine or something. Like, yeah, I don't know why I don't like it, but I don't. You're allowed. But you're allowed that's to not about like the it. only thing that I did I did not like in this whole thing. So, sorry, Chris, you were going to say about the, how they are acting. Yeah, like children. Uh, I mean, like, you know, for the first, like, the, the, the 2012 one, like, you know, was pretty good in terms of them being, like, kids and, and also in Rise. Like, they're, they're, they're more kids than they were, like, in the, you know, they, they were called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when we saw them in 87, but they really didn't do very much very teenagery. They were, you know, sort of adult cartoon characters for us seven-year-olds to enjoy. Um, and, but but uh, I, I can't, I'm struggling to think of, like, them actually like children, um, you know, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds um, ba- back in that iteration or in like the, uh, I think, w- which one is like the sort of really dark one where they're like really muscly, like 99 or 2000. Oh, the 2003. 2003. Yeah, yeah, 2003. So when we're in college, like that one, I don't think they were, they were not kids in that one. The 2012 one a little bit and and and, and Rise, but also like, you know, they're voiced by uh, like known uh, comedians and, and right. voice actors actors adults and this one it's like not only are the turtles very much acting like children doing stupid children things but also like 
their voices have not yet cracked. And I'm just like, these are yeah, little I hope, we, I hope we hear a couple of cracks and creaks. I, we must. We must. <laughs> that has Teenage to is the first word in the title. <laughs> <Right>. So true. <laughs> and I want to point out that not only are they voiced by teenagers and do they seem like teenagers, they seem like 13. Like they yeah. seem yeah. really young. Te- <laughs> like like seventh graders, eighth graders, which wait, so wait, as someone who works teach? with those yeah, yeah. seventh and eighth graders, I yeah. can completely get behind this. And, and you can t- uh, thoroughly understand a seventh or eighth grader holding a fruit above his head and be like, throw that sharp thing at my face. Let <laughs> me tell you the story of the time that my middle schoolers smashed a watermelon oh. during their theater rehearsal. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be a ninja star story. Okay. No. No, not so much. We did have a kid bringing a butterfly knife once. Not a real one, but, you know. The one that's like a spoon or a comb? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love the voices. I love the way that that last scene in the trailer, um, I, we, I, I guess we don't need to go beat by beat. Like I know, Ralph, you have a whole notebook of stuff. We I can mean, reference back I to wrote it. down those notes in case we decided we needed to go beat by beat. I've got every shot. So. But the, the <laughs> bit at the end where they're talking about ooze and that we prefer it being ooze. called ooze, like that's just, just it's off the good tongue. comedy. It, yeah. it felt really natural. The voice, a- voice actors were, I, I think they're going to be really good. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. And, uh, yeah. That Sethy Rogan seems to have done a good job. Let me Who throw this at you before we get too deep into the trailer. Go uh, for it. I don't know if this is like official or not, but I've I've seen this many times over the last few months. They're talking about how there are going to be some direct to streaming movies that focus on the other mutants. Makes sense. Ooh. I've been hearing that there is a Netflix deal in place for. Quite I thought a this while was now. going to be a Netflix series. I didn't realize until this trailer that, came out that it was going to be a movie. Considering, like you know, the actors, so, like the size of the actors associated with some of these little mutant roles, it makes sense that there'd be some little side projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they're also. It was gallery. just announced. It was just announced that they are doing a series as well, based on the movie. Is it? Oh, the really? Movie? Within channels? the last week. Oh, I didn't even see that. Based on this film. Yeah. So, like a Ninja Turtles series based on this movie, along with the four uh, direct to streaming movies that are going to be based on the other mutant characters. And if there's, God. like Adam said, if there's a Mutanimals movie or a Mondo, a Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko <laughs> movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yes, please. Finally got my, I know you're off NECA, Ralph, but I had to pick up my Mondo Gecko NECA the other day. I broke my rule. I picked up the Archie NECA slash, <laughs> and it broke the second I took it out of the package. Oh, my no. slash. Like, this is what I get. It, my, my my slash, and my my Krang broke coming out of the package also. Oh, no. Good well, God. I NECA, that'll be a whole other podcast. <laughs> um... Ralph, take us through the trailer a little bit, would you? How do we start this thing off? Yeah, let's do this. So it opens with the green Paramount logo, green Nickelodeon logo, and the first thing we get is an aerial shot of Manhattan. Yeah! Looks great, and it's modern-day Manhattan. It's not a period piece. We are in, like, present-day Manhattan. We don't have to look at the Twin Towers anymore. Correct. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We then get a title screen that says, From Perpetual Teenager, Seth Rogen. Who would have thought, by the way, Seth Rogen, Ninja Turtles, when this was announced, I feel like everyone in the world was kind of like, what? We were all kind of scratching our head, rolling our eyes. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's onto something. That kid, and I like that, how this is. Um, this is artisanal cannabis and <laughs> and pottery. Uh, Seth Rogen. Like this isn't yeah, his, even super man, bad. Seth Rogen. How many how many pots has he made oh, that kind of look like they fit in this in this movie? <laughs> They're ooze canisters. Um, how long get, until he releases a line of weed called? 
ooze. Oh God! Jesus. I hope soon. I would love to know what the secret of that is. Yeah, I am, I am that target demographic for sure. Yeah. Um, we then get what my wife correctly identified as the Manhattan Bridge. Yes, uh, and a title screen that says "New Generation of Heroes Will Rise." Yeah, and, uh, which I, I maybe rise of the TMNT. I like the little yeah, nod there, right? Yeah. We get that. I feel like the rising from the and sewers acknowledging thing has been you done. know that it's new generation. Like it's like we're doing yeah. it again. We know <laughs> the the rise from the sewers thing has been done to death, but I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Uh, we get uh, Lady Walker dog past a laundry and what looks like a Chinese restaurant, and during that part, uh, a piano. Like a really pared down piano cover of the old Turtles theme starts bum, playing, bum, and then we bum, get bum, we'll rise straight from the sewer. It looks like New York. That that lady walking the dog to me, that's like it's the most New York looking that the movies that the Turtles universe has been since the actual live action stuff yep. in New York. Uh we get this great looking manhole cover, which blasts out of the ground, and the turtles like come flying up out of it. Much like in the opening sequence of the 86 cartoon. <laughs> it's, correct me if I'm wrong. The uh, 2007 Turtles movie, there's a lot of flipping on rooftops at the beginning of that one yeah, also, right? Yeah, the it's like a trailer. montage. Yeah. I, don't yep. remember the, I don't remember the first of the... Oh, wait. Did you I, say 2007 or 2014? The 20s, 2007, the CGI yeah, one. Yeah, the TMNT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots, yeah. Of, lots of flipping from rooftops. So I feel like, again, it feels... <laughs> it's got the turtle DNA so far. Uh, we get what I think is probably uh, a little bit of a sly nod or like really quick misdirect with the next shot, which is Raph holding a katana. Katana? Since when do I say it like that? <laughs> I learned that from Han. That's a fascinating <laughs> accent. Katanasia. Uh, <clears throat> Raph with a katana, which I think for a hot second is just supposed to bring us in mind of the original turtles when they all had red bandanas yeah. maybe okay Because it's not till he starts talking and you see the size in his belt that it's like ah that is Raphael, and they are basically doing fruit ninja <laughs> that's true they are <laughs> yeah um i like the idea my theory on this is that this is the day they get their weapons for the first time that's what i think is happening in that. this scene is that it's the first time they've gotten their weapons from Splinter and they're up on the roof. Be and, responsible. Don't make any mistakes. And Leonardo <laughs> is deadly like, weapons. He is not having this. He is not happy with his brothers. He thinks this is irresponsible. This is my, my is. fan guessing. Yeah. Uh, what what you do see is that against so Leo in the background, you know, looking disapproving, is leaning against a billboard which says Mirage. <laughs> ah. Oh. See, it's the things like that that make me go, I, I trust these guys. The little winks, the little you've done your homework. Yeah, these, these little sort of squat turtles, they really do remind me of like the, the early, you know, Mirage comics. They like they're, yeah. these, these little squat guys. Chonky ah, boys. Yeah. Chonky. And for, for, anybody thick, at home, turtles. for anybody at home who's wondering why we all made Fozzie bear noises just now when I said Mirage, everybody went, ah. <laughs> it's, it's because if you don't know, uh, Mirage Comics, Mirage Studios was the name of the uh, the, the comic book studio that uh, Kevin Eastman and Took Peter a chance. Laird. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, you know they they said you would have to be seeing things to think that their living room was a studio. Yeah, yeah so I was about was to say by studio from. you mean <laughs> yeah, house. yeah, their house. <laughs> um, and right. we'll get more yeah, nods so to them published. later in the trailer too. That's right. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have you know they they say let's try it with ninja stars. They huck that shuriken right through the watermelon, goes into somebody's house. 
And we hear then, some uh, ricochets. Pating, patong. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, common mistake. Throwing knives, shuriken. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> And, and then it, from there we get a oh go ahead Tom. I was yeah. just gonna say it's that we hear like the the cat caterwauling and the, the car crashing right. It's the the, the classic signs that something is happening off screen. Yeah, screaming cat, car Broken crash glass. sound. Broken You've glass. made a mistake. And then at the very end, the hubcap spinning on the ground, going that. Yes, all those sounds. Hang on just a second, you guys. Hey Google. Turn on the living room lights. Raph is sitting here in total darkness. I guess my house just decided I was done using light. It's our 10-minute warning, guys. Uh, So then after that scene ends, we get a title screen that says, This Summer... And there's a montage with close-ups of all the weapons where we, uh, you know, as, as Scott pointed out earlier... They look a lot like the old action figure weapons. It looks yeah. like such punched an awesome right off detail. of that, uh, I, that I little hope, weapons rack. I hope they get like all the uh, little additional weapons too. Like if they have like you know the commas and like well yeah like all the different the, the little punch daggers. Yeah, that weird all, all, thing that yeah. was like a hook with a straight part. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that I always, whenever I lost Leonardo's swords, I would just cut off the hook part. And That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in the Ninja Turtles instruction manual, Ralph. When swords are lost, cut off hook thing. I just remember uh, disappointingly <laughs> using that thing. Be like, I guess you can use this thing because we've already <laughs> lost all of the other toys. This is also a toy. So um, we get that brief yeah. montage of all of them showing off their weapons. And then we get a quick shot of Master Splinter with what looks like a fro. A fro or some sort of weird eastbound and down mullet thing. Yeah. Like, it's I've tried to pause knows? it on that. And he's wearing like a vest, like a flannel vest. He's like '90s grunge, like splinter. I'm really? and the action figure we'll has see what we get. sunglasses. And he's going to be voiced by Jackie Chan, right? Yes, I, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can't mean, we know. Wait to it see is. the splinter on Rise of the TMNT is the most out there interpretation of the character <laughs> I have ever seen. Yes. Yeah. Where he is um, a where he bad was shit a... splinter. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see <laughs> what this one's going to be. And I'm yeah. glad they didn't spoil it for us. I like party animal splinter. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always like, don't let me miss my soaps splinter. That is, watch that, my is, programs. that is one as- aspect of that show that I kind of don't like is like the guy's like, oh, you know, dad's warm hugs. And I'm like, OK, yeah, affection is great. But could you stop saying that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I don't know why I love it so much, but I love that he doesn't know any of their names in that show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, purple is right. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you named them. <laughs> you named them. <laughs> All right. So after we get Splinter's whatever hairstyle, uh, it cuts to what looks like a, a garage or a workshop. Raph kicks the door open, and uh, you know there there are tools on the shelves. We see the scar on uh, Raph's shell that he tends to have in more modern incarnations, mm-hmm. and then we see three thugs, ruffian thugs so far. Mm-hmm. Will they remain human? That no. is the question. God, no. There are too many mutants for them to remain human. <laughs> <laughs> These are all future mutants. Uh, yeah, the, the the center thug of the three says uh, they look more like little Shreks. Yeah. <laughs> all 
all right, I'm fine with that. It's cool. I like the little nod in pop culture reference. I feel like you're going to get a lot of that stuff with Rogan involved, a lot of like contemporary call-outs, things of that nature, um, which I'm fine with. I, I don't know how it will le- lend to the turtles remaining evergreen, but, you know, Well, okay. I'm – you talk about evergreen, but like the '90s movies are full of references to stuff that is no longer relevant. So Absolutely. yeah, it's fine. Completely. Same like Dostoevsky. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jose Canseco back. <laughs> yeah. Did we or did we not have a long conversation about what the hell does that joke mean? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, future generations will be doing the same with this. Um, I like that we're not seeing a lot of the turtles being good at anything. Also, <laughs> or, yeah, that lends credence to your that lends credence to your supposition that this might be like their first time out. I think a know? lot of this trailer is the beginning of the film, which I feel uh, like is a pretty standard Hollywood trick with a teaser trailer, just because you don't want to give away too much. It's a good yeah. starting yeah, so, point for the turtles, though. Of this is your first night out. Like it's yeah. such a good end point. Well, and it's how the wasn't it? How, that's how the two thousand three series started, wasn't it? Was him bestowing it's also how the comics started? It's, it's also how I mean, how the twenty twelve starts. It's yeah. also, I mean, if you depending on how you read it, it's how the nineteen ninety movie starts. Right, it's their first night up, up out of the sewer. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Again, so next we have uh, like a, a bunch of real quick cuts. Uh, car spins out. We get probably the most important shot of the whole trailer, which yes. is like under a second of Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> Looking super 80s, which I love. Looking we get really... a, a close-up of April's eyes. We get some baby turtles training, and we get them <laughs> sliding down a string of lights saying, uh, we've been preparing our whole lives for this. Are baby turtles going to be a big thing like Baby Yoda was? No. I... Yeah, they're usually quite small. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ralph, for the literal interpretation of my question (laughs) um i I could foresee baby turtles being well those baby turtles were hideous these baby turtles are scrumptious i love how much uh bobby herbeck hates the baby turtles from the (laughs) that's true i forgot about that um we got to talk about bebop and rocksteady ralph Uh, who is that the there are those other ones. They're your favorites. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> they are my favorites. Um, I will say that there's. I have to double check, but I, I want to say that Rocksteady's like oversized giant head is a nod to the original toy design that didn't get made. But I'm having oh. a hard time finding that sketch. That's um, very possible. I'm sure someone will find that and let us. Bebop's know. head looks weird. <laughs> Like it weird looks all good, like squished up in the front. It's strange. I don't know. I'm 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 into both of their looks in a big way. I gotta say, <laughs> but I am admittedly biased in favor of those characters. So the original sketch that uh, was done for Rocksteady when they needed to add more mutants so they could sell more action figures. You guys, did you freeze? No, you're all moving. No. Okay, good. We're good. When they needed to sell more action figures, so they needed more mutants for this toy line. The original Rocksteady sketch uh, looked very different from how he ended up being. He had this big, massive noggin, and he was just overall much bigger, but it would have cost them too much money in plastic compared to the other (laughs) figures, so they had to slim his design down. Yeah. And I think this might be a nod to that, but as I said, I'm having a hard time finding any of those images. Mm. His head is so big. (laughs) 
Well, until we can find it, let's just keep going. Yeah. Ralph, who would so, you rather be mutated into, Bebop or Rocksteady? Uh, I mean, Rocksteady <laughs> just has a cleaner aesthetic. <laughs> Military rhinoceros. I can wrap my head around that. <laughs> Bebop is like a punk some jazz warthog greaser yeah he's got a a, a leg brace he's a glasses. fearsome razorback i like all yeah. the accoutrement i like it he's bebop's always been a little hat on the hat for me <laughs> of the two <laughs> plus uh, rhinos are my favorite animal so it's like a well that's easy enough it's not even a contest ralph which yeah. came first the rhino or the rock steady in your life <laughs> What? Man, I don't know. I'm as old as the Ninja Turtles, so those things, it's hard to know. <laughs> they happen simultaneously. Keep I know that when I was a row. kid, Can't I wasn't split as that, into baby. Bebop and Rocksteady as I was later in life, though. Okay. <laughs> keep keep taking us through the trailer here. We're almost at the okay, end. Okay, where did we, where do we... I mean, and then we so gotta go through the cast list. God. Right, we're gonna, we're gonna do the rest of this quick. There's really just two more scenes. So there's, we're back in the garage again, and Raf falls down, sending his size spinning off in two directions. One hits a car and bounces off of a, uh, like a canister of compressed air. The other one hits a tool chest, a bunch of tires, and then lands in Donnie's thigh. This is Ace Ventura. This is, this is absolutely Ace Ventura too, And I am very much in favor of it. It's in the bone. <laughs> but the scream that he lets out, too, is the most high-pitched, like, <laughs> little boy, I hurt myself on the playground and I've seen my own blood scream. Yeah. Like, like it's so good. The, I, the, the, I think we're going to be really happy with the voice casting of these the, the four turtles. I love Donnie's little boy voice. So <laughs> Me too, much. He is precious. I would die for him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's our little Tom Holland of the bunch. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Um and, and again, then, them not yeah. being very good at whatever it is they're doing. Right. And we can see that catching up with them because even after Donnie gets hit in the leg by the side, the fallout from the other side bouncing around the room is felt when that canister of compressed air comes flying through the air and Leo tells Mikey to duck. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the the visuals until the little stinger after yeah, the after that we get the right? logo for the movie and then we have the uh the conversation with them on the roof with April underneath a big neon sign uh neon sign that says the Laird. Ah. So, how old are we pegging April in this one? Same age. Teenager? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. maybe a year or two older than the turtles, but yeah. about the same age. Same so, age. we've we've gradually aged her down from the Mirage comic book days, the movie days, all that stuff to be a, like one of their peers rather than like a like a surrogate yeah. mother or an older sister figure. Yeah. Which I'm I'm again, I have no issues with this. Like we we did grown up April. She's been a reporter, she's been a scientist. She's apparently been a sex symbol like Sounds like she's a reporter here. She's like, you know, interviewing them, you know, maybe probably school for, newspaper for the or school something? paper, yeah. Maybe yeah. she has a podcast or something. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that's not it. Oh no. Do you think Seth that almost certainly to is. us? No, I don't. No. I I will I will not make that presumption. I am now making yeah. that my mission to get us into <laughs> Seth Rogen's ears. If he does listen, <laughs> Seth, if you need a cake for the premiere, <laughs> I will make that. <laughs> I'll I'll taste test it for you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Laird is obviously a nod to uh, Peter Laird, one of the co-creators right. of the Turtles. The eye in the trailer uh, in the on the neon sign is 
broken, so it just says the lard, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is the conversation where she's like, you've been covered in goo, and they're like, no, we prefer ooze. And it's just, it's a great little back and forth. Um, I like April's character design. I really do. I think that, again, they've taken a lot of the best parts of April from a lot of the different series and smushed it together in something that feels contemporary and, like, of the times in a really appropriate way. So to everyone whining about it, like, suck it. It's a different April. Like, yeah. get over yourselves. There's a lot There's a lot of people whining about um, the fact that she's not, like, attractive, which yeah. is, like, a big red flag because she's, like, 14. So, like... Right. Also, cartoons. <laughs> like... Also, cartoons what? <laughs> why? Why do you need to have a sexual attraction to a three-dimensional digital animation scott if i you don't have to if i can't be horny about it right. why am i watching does it, it? Does it even that's exist? what the sequels are for guys uh, there was also a no. wild thread that i saw on twitter that was calling it uh ginger erasure which so, what? Uh, whatever that's the only thing that I feel like there's something to even remotely. <laughs> my, I'm just going to throw this out My real, little red-headed real brother is awfully defensive about uh, how he does have a soul and he hates it when people make fun of redheads. I mean, th That's there is so a Hollywood Sorry, Colin. of replacing like, classically ginger characters with just other people. <laughs> Which I've, I've noticed lately, but... Um, it's not important to who the character is. At yeah. all. You know, like... April isn't always, you know, like, go, oh, Faith and Begora, me lucky charms. <laughs> like, that's not who she is. Now, that would be offensive. <laughs> that that would be, no, that'd be great. <laughs> I just, listen. actually Irish April O'Neil. <laughs> There's a lot to be Save said. Save it for the reboot. <laughs> for the positives of the April design and what it's going to mean to people who see themselves in that character. And I think, like, if the character's written well and acted well and, and gets across to people, then that's all you need. Like, it's also, not the first April of color we've had. No, not at all. Like, April, get the fuck over it. She was, essentially, if you look back at the early comic books, like, there's a lot of evidence to be had that she was black in some of the early comic drawings, if not biracial. Like, you want to run through this cast list, uh, list yeah. real quick before... Uh... Before I mean, yes, please, real late. quick, real quick. I mean, that's the meatiest part of this thing because it's like it's a teaser. It's not like the full trailer, but this cast list is banana pants, and, and yet, it's all the mutanimals. That's where all the cast is. I know, which is crazy. Go for okay. it, Ralph. Oh shit! All right. Uh, <clears throat> I hope we're swearing in this because I've yeah, done it a lot. All right. So starting with the ones that we already mentioned, we got Paul Rudd is playing Mondo Gecko. Bananas. Um, Maybe the best bit of casting in this whole thing, uh, tied for the top two in my in my mind, are Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman and Jackie Chan as Master Splinter. Yeah, I am a particular fan of the Baxter Stockman casting. I cannot wait. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have uh, Rose Byrne, Australian actress Rose Byrne as Leatherhead. I okay, sure, okay. You know what? I, I didn't see a female Leatherhead coming, but I am so okay with an Australian crocodile person. She's a been my top guess for crocodile? Tank Girl for years. And Australian this is like, oh, this is crocodile person. <laughs> uh, we got Rogan and John Cena as Bebop and Rocksteady, respect, uh, respectively. Funny, we're getting another wrestler as one of the pair. And Rogan as another warthog. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. He's Did a he pig. That just to be funny. Yes, I do because <laughs> Bebop is traditionally a black character. Eh. 
which True. I mean, like was initially just down to whatever animation model sheet they had for like, you know, that thug who's in like two seconds of thing before he gets yeah, mutated right, into yeah. a, a beloved mutant character. The guy, the guy who attacks, like follows April into the sewer. But that yeah. became also, canon. I don't think he's ever not been a black character. The only time he hasn't been black since then was in the mutating Bebop action figure from the original cartoon where he's a white guy with an orange mohawk. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have an exhaustive Bebop and Yeah, I mean, the original Bebop was voiced by one of the turtle actors on the show. The yeah. guy who played Donatello. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, really? A, another uh, an instance of yeah, they, you know, black character, each, white actor. But, yeah. Each of the turtles had to do multiple like yeah. side characters and one offs. Well, yeah. I mean, Leo was Rocksteady. Yeah. Um, um we have Natasha Dimitriou from What We Do in the Shadows is Wingnut. Oh <laughs> that's great. I didn't realize that's who that was. I'm very that's excited. Crazy. About that. As that's a bat. Fantastic. As a bat. As a bat. Yeah. <laughs> bat. Bat. Um we have Ayo Edabiri, who I don't know as April O'Neil. She's uh, uh in that show uh, The Bear. I think she's the uh like the assistant uh, chef. Oh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know any of the turtles. Uh, yeah, they're they, all. It's like first time. They're all kids. Yeah. Like they they were on. Um, they they went on stage with Seth Rogen at like the Nickelodeon like Kids Choice Awards, and they're all like in middle school. <laughs> I'm gonna round out the characters that we already know before we get to the two newish characters. So Post Malone is playing Ray Fillet. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Avid listeners of this uh, podcast will recognize from. Uh, up from Ninja below. Turtles, up from below. Yeah. <laughs> Hannibal Burris as Genghis Frog. No sign of the other punk frogs. <laughs> Yet. I'm a little disappointed they didn't get a punk. Hmm. I mean, I love Hannibal Burris, but like, if you have the punk frogs, you had the opportunity to get some punk musicians. Who would yeah. you cast as, as Genghis Frog? Hannibal Burris was a great casting choice. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, no, I mean, from the I have punk no world, like, who would you bring No, in? that was me... That was me bailing on not having a better suggestion. <laughs> like Iggy Pop. Henry Rollins. I mean, we Henry already Rollins had, would be pretty funny. We already had Johnny Rotten in Rise as Meat Sweats. Oh, <laughs> and then we have a new character called Superfly, who's voiced by Ice Cube. Love it. it uh, yeah, who's? I'm very curious as to who that's going to end up being. So there was an leaked image of a like a super beefy looking fly mutant and the package said super fly and people had been uh theorizing that it might be baxter stockman but it you know now that we know that there is baxter stockman in the movie this must be a fly mutant that he creates hmm. and maya rudolph is casted as cynthia utram gee i wonder what that's gonna be so. She's going to be Krang, right? That's what that's going to turn out to be? Or yeah, a or Krang, like a or Krang. Krang. Yeah, if, maybe. If Maya Rudolph gets to just take off her uh, her restraints and go full apeshit on this, I'm going to be really <laughs> happy because I think she's going to be amazing as Krang. There's so much personality in this cast. There's such force of entertainment yeah. collected in one place. It's, it's a lot to it's get through. very like, strong. I, I I, I keep thinking back to like some of the earlier superhero movies, like like Spider Man three, for example, when there were like three villains. And they're like, you can't put three villains in a movie. You can't cram that much in there. Yeah. And now here's like, it, all right, well here's like twenty. So <laughs> there, which, which makes a streaming series and additional spinoff films make way more sense now. Yeah, I guess if you're not trying to cram 
10 pounds of shit into a five pound bag the way they do. <laughs> I have a theory based on some intel that I've gotten from people that we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I will say is this. I think that the plot of the movie, there is potential for it to be a lot different, a lot different than what people are expecting. And if it goes where I think it might go, the sheer number of mutants, a class of mutants that size would not surprise me. Mm. Yeah, we have but we I, have I, a collective uh, mutual friend on the inside on this. That is like there are people there. There are cast things that have not been revealed. Yeah, I feel like I feel I, like the three of us have been like independently trying to needle him for more information. <laughs> I'm actually, rightfully I leave him alone. Yeah. I leave him alone. <laughs> I'm trying not to get too much information about it before it comes. Same. Out. I'm. I'm. But I'm really um, excited. The bottom line is this trailer has me super excited. Did you guys all uh, freeze? Almost excited enough to do another Movies by Minute podcast. <laughs> that was 45 minutes. Oh, no, you're back. Okay. The bottom um, line is, and I lost you guys. Oh, I said the bottom line is I love it. It's amazing, and I'm very excited. What about you, Ralph? Um, I'm super excited. I just want to throw this out real quick before we wrap, start wrapping up here. There's one notable exception. Uh, there's one notable omission in the cast so far. There's no Shredder. There is no Shredder. I'm fine with that. And I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. yeah I feel like maybe Shredder's going to be a last-minute surprise. Yeah, or just save it for the sequel. The yeah. Turtles have such a deep bench of a rogues gallery. You don't need a Shredder every time. Like You don't need well, yeah. it. And I mean, there's and a bunch you, of them there. <laughs> if you yeah. have a franchise like this is going to have, if, you're gonna, if the plan is to make this more than one film, there is no reason not to have... Uh, uh, Shredder show up at the tail end after credit scene of the first movie in some way or oh, the Foot Clan logo or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm holding out for one of these sequels to be about a Triceraton invasion. That would yes. just someday would be series to do it someday. in someday. Yes. Yeah. All right. Adam, get final th- thoughts. Uh I'm stoked. Uh, I, I like this. I I want more of this. I'm I'm happy to to learn that this is going to be a, a franchise, like a, a brand yeah, that was new reboot of a franchise. That that I'm all in on. Chris, anything to finish with? I am super excited to take my kids to see it. Aw, dad mode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I went from uh, cautiously optimistic to full blown excited. Yeah. Ever since this trailer dropped. I think that's a, uh, the consensus of the Ninja Turtles community that I care about. The people that I talk to and listen to is everyone seems to be really stoked and very happy with where this is headed. Um, thank They're you guys for hanging out in, rogues. In, in doing this because it's been a minute since we talked turtles. I feel like we might have to do a few more of these when we get a little bit more information and after we see the film. Um, but... Ralph, Adam, Chris, thank you guys so much. Uh, And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We hope you enjoy this special little random emergency tweet. Ralph, I love that you had the power to call an emergency meeting of the podcast. (laughs) 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 Who knew you were the guy all along pulling the strings? Yeah, Ralph blew in a conch shell and then we all just showed up on this Zoom meeting. I mean, that was what we agreed. If I blew into that shell, you guys would show up. (laughs) Yes. The beacons are lit! Well, uh, Bossa Nova, you guys. Chevy, Chevy Nova, Nova, everyone. <laughs> All right. Perestroika? Take care, everybody. <laughs> we'll and see you later. Cowabunga.